hello everyone. Thanks for joining us. Um, you are at the Life's Too Short to Count Almonds podcast with Meg and Susan. I'm Meg. And I'm Susan. <laughs> and we've decided we're going to start a podcast each week, for, no, whenever we get it out, each episode, yeah. we're going to start with having a little short chat about the best thing that we ate this week. So Susan, what was the best thing that you ate this week? The best thing I ate this week. Okay, well... I went out last night, actually, to a little speakeasy-style restaurant in my local town um, in Western Sydney, so we're getting a little bit snazzy, and um, so I had these, well, it was a toss-up, actually, so that had, this is so <laughs> ridiculous, a lobster roll. Um, so they were brioche, like sort of brioche rolls, like a little long sort of almost finger roll but like small with um, buttery lobster yeah. inside it. I don't think I've ever eaten lobster. Well, I actually don't rate lobster oh, really? that much normally. I quite oh. like prawns. Prawns have got more flavour. Yeah, I love prawns. But these were good because the butter was all salty and oh, it was yum. garlicky as well. Yeah, that sounds amazing. And there was also... So we had arancini, which had some spanner crab in it, and that was quite nice. But these little pork and fennel sausage rolls, <gasps> they were amazing yeah. and a fantastic margarita. Oh, fantastic. I know. Yeah, so that sounds a bit special. It was. It was really. Mine's definitely not that special, but that's that's the whole point no, of this, right? Sometimes it it's going to be really boring. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh, yeah. <laughs> sometimes it's like, just because you're really hungry um, or someone else made it for you. And I think that's, I was thinking about this. I think the reason that I've chosen what I've chosen is I think it's the only food I haven't made for myself yes. this week because yes, I've done yes. all of it um, somebody else's this week. Food. And so somebody else's food this week, um, I my mum took me out for lunch, which was lovely. Um, I just had a salad. It was yum. It yes. was um, roasted sweet potato. I love sweet potato. So it was like roasted yum. sweet potato and it had like pepitas and I think yep. some quinoa and brown rice or something in it. Um, and avocado on the yep. top. It was delicious. But it just had this dressing and I couldn't. What I love is it's when something I'm like, oh, I don't know if I could make this. Oh, yeah. Like, that's actually something I love yeah, eating yeah. is like, oh, I don't know what this is. So I tried to like isolate the dressing and change yeah, the dressing. Yeah, yeah. I think it had soy sauce in it, which I would not oh. ever put in a dressing for a non-Asian dish. Yeah. But it was it was good. I mean, I was also really hungry, um, which always helps. That's but it was just the greatest appetizer. It was just really, um, really delicious. Yeah. So yeah. that was the greatest thing I ate this week. Yeah. I love that. I that that um not being able to work it out. Yes. You know, because now, like, you'll, like if you go to an you know, Italian restaurant or like Chinese restaurant or um, Vietnamese, probably could give it a go. Yeah. I yeah. do remember years ago going to an African restaurant in <gasps> Newtown. Yes, there's one in um, Mossman as well, off Military oh, Road, I've right, been right, to right. Radio Power, I think it was called. Yes. And, uh, yeah, all the flavours. I was like, I don't know what these I are. I don't know what this is. <laughs> is it fufu? Then it's like a dumplingy, doughy ball. Yeah. Yum. I'm like, I, yeah, I don't even know. This is turning into off menu. <laughs> oh, my goodness. That's fine. One of our favourite so podcasts. We'll, we'll try to do a little less food talk. Yeah, um, no, no. But, but we, unfortunately we get going off and, oh, that time that I had that celeriac. We <laughs> get excited. We and do get excited fine. about food. That's fine. Um, so what else are we talking about this week? Well, we wanted to talk um, a little bit this week about um, the only detox we rec recommend, which is detox your social media. Yeah, yeah. Detox the metaverse because yes. it is 
icky out there um, if you're trying to have a feed, like you are literally feeding yourself, yeah. um, that is not triggering, that is not negative, that is not getting into body comparison, it's not trying to force you, make you feel like you should be doing something different with your eating choices or with your diet or should be doing this, cutting this out, cutting that out, eating at this time, eating at that time. If all of that undermines your body trust, which it does, yeah, um, then we really, really need to minimise yeah. how often we've got that in front of our face. I think it's really important too to realise like that's sort of the, I mean, social media, yes, there's the connection factor, mm. but primarily it's there for, you know, selling stuff. Yeah. And we're more vulnerable to have stuff sold to us if we're not feeling so great yep. about, or we're feeling a sense of, Create a problem and out. sell the solution. Yeah, yeah, yeah exactly. So, <laughs> Marketing 101. Yeah, exactly. So I think, you know, social media can actually be, I mean, especially the visual stuff like Instagram, you can really curate quite a positive um, yeah. environment for yourself. Yes. Um, but that really has to be intentional. Yep. It does, um, partly in who you follow, but then also in who you, you block and report. You actively unfollow. Um, or actively unfollow. Yeah. yeah because um, it will give you more of the sorts of things that you are looking at. Yeah, yeah. I have lots of plants in my Nice, <laughs> nice. And yes. I went through my little, uh, well, actually I'm still in that bit of an F1 phase and so I'm following oh, yeah. the F1. So in my yeah, life, yeah, if yeah. I go just like scroll, doom scrolling, um, it's like memes from F1. Oh, no, there's some plants. Uh, <laughs> and, oh, no, there's some food. Yeah. And <laughs> I, I have a number of particularly a number of Instagram accounts. So I've got my little side business with friends where it's candles. And so that account is lovely because it's all homes. And mind you, even that, that can leave you feeling a little bit like wanty. Totally. Because my house doesn't look like those houses. And so, yeah, yeah, it's, um, yes. So, yeah, getting a bit of, but even like, yeah, I don't know. I think it's a human thing to, Oh, we're like wired your... for comparison. We're yeah. wired to look for how can I join it? How can I feel connected? Yeah, how yeah, yeah, I, absolutely. What's the threats here yeah. to me not being included? I think yes. there's, yeah, a lot of that. Um, so, you know, I think probably the big um, hoo-ha this week or maybe last week on social media, so, again, depending on when you're listening, this might have been years ago, who knows, <laughs> um, but it was the Gwyneth Paltrow being oh. interviewed and sharing her current um, her current routine and it just went crazy because yep. people just... Because it was this, so insanely ludicrous. It was and so restrictive. It was so clearly not a healthy thing to and then it involved an IV regime and a favourite IV yes, solution. And then and this. I'm like... What are you detoxing from? Yeah, that's right. So, you know, it's probably the pointy end of her behaviour. It's probably mm. the most out there um, content that she's shared, but it really took off and the backlash was quite, was pretty much instantaneous and pretty... Um, Universally like, condemned. Yeah, yeah, yeah. There wasn't a positive, that's for sure. Yeah, but it was interesting that idea around, well, you know, there's that's the, if that's the tip of the iceberg... What's all of the stuff mm. that we're exposed to that doesn't seem quite so extreme, and and what's that doing to us? So um, yeah, like like Meg had said, you know, unfollowing pages or unliking pages or snoozing pages that make you feel a bit less than, mm. or like you're not doing it right, or f- maybe pages that you followed in a dim dark dieting past. Um, 
unliking and unfollowing them? Absolutely. I've had to, um, not from a dieting path, but just or even the movie, the massive shift from teetering on a more traditional dietetic yeah. thing when I first started my private practice yep. through to where I am now. Like mm. my work page follows pages of like, very traditional, very traditional di- dietitians because right. I was like when I was starting, I was like, oh, you'll follow you, follow you, follow you, follow yeah, you. Yeah, yeah. And then I was like, oh, oh, no, you're not my people. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> this is awful and harmful. And I'm like, no, don't, oh, please stop harming people. Get out of my bubble. Get out of my bubble, absolutely. Um, so, you know, and that was, oh, look, it's 12 years ago. So yes. it's a while ago, but still, yeah. um, it's yeah. not forever ago. Like it's um, easy yeah. for that stuff to have. Well, to I think hang that's around. the thing too, isn't it? If you start an account and you are a dietitian, You'll get followed by a dietitian, yes. so you follow them back, yes. and yeah, then you're like, Ooh, oh, hang on, you're doing that course that yeah. I think is really going to unfortunately create clients for me. Yes, I, and like, oh. and that's the other thing that <laughs> we were talking about. Like, we have these such similar um, experiences with our clients. Obviously, they're all individual and unique, and there are these common threads. And so many times, the common thread is a terrible experience with a dietitian yeah. that has reinforced really disordered behaviours, that's been really judgy or body shamey or, you know, has pulled out their um, food record or di- food diary yes. um, and basically going... Almost gone through it with a red pen. Yeah, gone through it with a red pen and and saying, oh, you must, this can't be right. If this is what you're eating but yes. your body's doing that, you must be doing something wrong. What else can we cut out? Like just the most harmful, awful negative like just yeah okay. this was supposed to be a helpful relationship that's really harmful like mm. dietitians aren't immune from being the harmers well that's um, in this space in fact i think they often are we are all influenced by the same you know culture hmm. and um there's you know it the like beauty ideal i suppose or whatever it has become the health ideal yeah and so it's well, influenced yes. health training um, and I know when I went through dietetics, which was the late 90s, um, everything was framed around, you know, pretty much weight management was the fix-all for everything, mm. really, um, you know, and I don't think it's got better. No. no. In fact, like Susan and I, um, for those who don't know, before we started doing this joint venture, um, we have a little, not really a venture, um, we do a lecture annually. Um, we've done it at a couple of different unis, but most often just the same one. And um, it's interesting, we sort of go through the non-dieting research and the um, weight cycling research and the health is not completely linked to weight research. tell how somebody's um, health is by looking at them. And we don't have a safe and effective way of making large people into small people. Mm-hmm. Um, we sometimes get the question of, well, what's the point of yes. dietetics? But the, that after, you know, three or four years of uni, um, unfortunately, a lot of dietitians think that if they can't help someone lose weight, that they don't have, they don't there's have no enough, there's no job. There's no job. Forgetting that actually they've got incredible health knowledge, incredible yeah. physiological knowledge, incredible yes. diet disease relationship knowledge um, that they can absolutely use um, without the side of weight loss or yeah. um, putting weight right in the centre. Yeah. Uh, and I think what what made me think of that is so many dietitians now or even dietetic students start social media accounts. Yes, um, that's right. And so in this learning phase, uh, putting out, 
content. Some of it's great. I've worked with um, oh, some, some teachers who are amazing, who have had this um, through their uni, they've had their sort of social media stuff going on and it's been wonderful. And someone who's equally skilled in social media but is in that real weight-centric place yes. is going to be putting out what Swap looks this amazing. For that. <laughs> Swap this um, Do you know if you eat this, you need to exercise for this many minutes? Yeah, yeah, nope, yeah, nope, yeah. That's, nope, that's not not a healthy thing. Let's not be talking like that. Yeah, so I think that, yeah, I mean the, the, um, the craziness of the – absolute extreme fattishness of Gwyneth Paltrow stuff this mm. this week. Or yeah, we also recognise that. That one, you know, you can't miss it. But then some of the stuff that we find on social media is actually going to be a bit harder to discern. So mm. um, I think, you know, to, I guess, be alert for it um, and, you know, unfollow, unlike. But the other thing that we... Um, we did talk about was you may have actually curated a really great social media feed and um, then found weight loss and diet ads are popping up. Especially in, in January or if you're in yes. the um, other part of the world, perhaps in June, yeah. July. Yes, yes, happening. yes. The Southern Hemisphere gets them in January. Um, the Northern Hemisphere probably gets them around sort of April, May, June. Yeah, yeah probably now. Come into um, summer. Coming into summer. But I did see one year um, things were advertised as skinny jeans season. So that oh, was so they got the winter. winter. Got your beach bodies, like, now you got your skinny jeans. Yeah, apparently can... date us as old people, but I'm yeah. going to find a stretching comfortable Take and I'm going to keep wearing them. skinny jeans <laughs> off my dead body. <laughs> I'm currently wearing quite wide jeans, but anyway. Um, yeah, so. Oh, I haven't um, seen that, yuck. Yeah, no, you can, um, you can actually manage your settings on your social media though. Um and change the frequency or reduce the frequency of how often you see those advertisements. So um, you go via your settings and you look at your ad profile and your things like that. But we we put it together in a two-page PDF, which we can step by step a link to in our show show notes because I don't think I gave it a very catchy um, name on our website. (laughs) It is one of the things I'll get better at is um, that sort of thing, but we'll put a link to it in our show notes. Um, yeah, so if you want a step-by-step how to do work. those changes in your settings to yeah. um, just start with that curating of your feed. And I think we'll also, um, we talked about putting together just a, just a get-started list, like it won't be long, it won't be like 6,000 yes. people. Some great um, accounts But just a couple follow. of great accounts to follow to start adding in Um replacing I guess yeah, the only is a swap there's a detox we like and that's <laughs> a social media detox and there's a swap and we like swap this for that dieting account. social media cool. accounts yeah body positive non-diet account so you don't want to just <laughs> take away all the accounts you follow and yeah have nothing um what can you replace them with so that plants. would be a plants <laughs> Plants, yes. Plants, there's lots of plants. plants are good. I'm sitting in Meg's <laughs> office and... Oh, this is a fake plant. This oh, is no. from my old office. Fine. This is full of fake plants, this Fake's office. Fine. One, in the two, house, three, they're four, all real. Five, yeah. six, seven. Seven fake seven. plants so, in my little room. Yeah. <laughs> there's more. The real ones are in the house. Yes, that's correct. So, yeah. So, wrapping it up, um, tread warily in the social media space, yep. I think. 
Um, oh, and before we go, should we talk about and be involved in your kids' social media? Yes. As well, because again, they might not be really aware of how the algorithms are working um, and how the more you click on things, it sort of um, continues to show you what you're uh, seeing, like what you've looked at. Yeah. Um, and that can be not just around um, thinness and dieting and like culture, but around mental health. Um, and that can be really, really harmful. We've got, you know, certainly yes. got research that backs up that it can have yeah. a genuine in real life negative impact so the, on people's well-being. Like the, the the trickier ones tend to be, I think we were talking about it before, but like TikTok and YouTube mm. where you get the for you algorithms. So um, and we know that they can tend to become like a, it's a bit of a slippery slope, so become more, more and more, and more extreme. Radical. Yeah, more and more um, like just, yeah. Um, extreme content but oh, um, could you imagine like how many like maybe only two years ago the idea of eating like a carnivore would have just been like what? no one would have been no, on board with that's it. right whereas now if you've gone click 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 there's quite click, a lot click, of that stuff it's growing and it's growing yeah. and it's growing not because it's right or good or mm. helpful or a way your body actually wants to be um but because it's that little drip and what's the slightly more radical thing? Yeah. It's a slightly more radical thing and then down And social the media survives by and thrives by keeping you engaged. And so the content that people get engaged with is often mm. the content that they get really cross about. Yeah. So um, spending time, like probably, you know, actually probably stuff neither of us do, <laughs> spending time in the comments sections oh, of no. things that you do not agree with. <laughs> Nope. Actually, um, it probably elevates um, that content and its visibility. Mm. So, yeah, but, I mean, I think it's like like you say, be involved in your kids' social media, um, being realistic that this is how they connect, it's how they yep. unwind. It's um, it isn't going anywhere. They're going to use, they'll, you know, like my husband has social media but no friends, no nothing because of our kids' sport. That's mm. where the... Um, that's where the things are coordinated. So um, same thing's going to be for, for our children. So um, so much better to be alongside them in a really, like, curious way and um, just to be able to sort of deconstruct stuff. And if you're not comfortable with that, follow along with us. We'll, we'll be mm. doing that sort of thing in every episode, I suppose, of our podcast having yeah. conversations about these these concepts. And I think it's something schools are doing quite well. I know that like both my kids' schools, like they're at two different schools and their previous school, um, have run things for parents yes. specifically on yes, managing yes. technology yep. um, and managing social media. So get along to those things yeah, yep. um, as well because I watched one this week. I feel like I'm pretty across it um, and I watched one this week for my eldest son and there was some new stuff in there. Yeah, um, for me, which was yeah. There's um, new platforms all the time, yeah, and I think platforms. if you've got kids who are into gaming, they'll be on something like Twitch. Yeah. So it's you know it's their live, um, it's live content. So any sorts of things can go on in in live content. Um, sure. Yeah. So brave new world. And so um, we'll be really focusing on obviously the diet, body image space for yep. that um but it's you know we've got to like, obviously be really aware of the bigger context that definitely those things sit in so thanks for joining us today or tonight whenever it is you're listening yes. to us and um if you haven't already signed up to our 
newsletter. Just head over to megansusan.co or again it'll be in the show notes. Um, we're just gonna send out a, we're sending out a weekly plan at the moment. We're just send out a weekly um, little email, email and have a bit of a chat about it. It may be yep. linked to the podcast. It might not be linked. Yep. We haven't figured that out yet, but we'll get there. We'll work um, it out. If you've got any questions or any comments, um, then please do send us uh, probably a DM on social media. Is yeah, the that'll do it. So we're Megan Susan on Instagram and Facebook, and there is a TikTok account that has nothing on it yet. So um, <laughs> we'll get there. I guess the other thing is keep your senses open to your favourite thing that you ate this week. And, you know, we want to let us know about it. We'd love to hear. <laughs> we do, but you might get stuck in a very long food conversation <laughs> with us. I'm giving you ours, our favourites. What else you could do with that thing? That's right. Oh, have you tried the, the similar thing from this place? <laughs> <laughs> All right. Thanks for joining us. Bye.